Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram, at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Hello, welcome along. This is episode number 52 of the Influence Podcast. And today I want to focus on how to ask better questions to improve your results exponentially and have maximum impact. Now, the idea of asking better questions, where does that come from? Well, uh, having been a a huge fan really of um, Dr. John Martini now for uh, a number of years, the last two to three years since I was introduced to him and and his materials, his books, his trainings, his programs and such, um, through uh, my mentor, Paul, uh, and then also reflecting back on some of the, the previous podcasts, thinking back to, say, uh, episode, I think it was episode number 20, with Bob Doyle from The Secret. Again, obviously The Secret was something that Dr. John Martini was in um, as well, uh, alongside uh, Bob Doyle. So there's there's kind of that synergy there as well. And, and something that he also touched upon in episode 20 was looking at ways that we can improve elements of our our lives, be that personal, be that professional, be that familial, uh, be that in terms of our contribution or social relationships, all these different areas of life, how do we go about improving them? And ultimately it comes down to the the quality of the questions that we ask. Um, And this is something that really I've I've looked to uh, incorporate as part of my daily routine, my daily practice, at the, particularly at the end of the day when reflecting on what has happened, looking at elements of the day and what I've sort of been able to learn and take from that. Um, and really just in the last few few days um, or the last sort of week or so, I've almost transformed that quite a bit and, and really pulled that apart and looked again at how do I really ensure that I'm doing the right things. Um, I took a bit of time, off, I think some of you may know, maybe not not, uh, not so everyone, but I uh, had quite a few, um, a bit of time off uh, for the last couple of weeks with work, not really out of choice, unfortunately, more um, related to uh, to dental um, issues and uh, had, a, had to uh, pay, um, pop in for an emergency dental appointment, um, which is particularly tricky to get treatment um, with the whole lockdown period and during the coronavirus and such. Uh, in terms of the, the treatment that they can give you, certainly in the UK. Um, anyway, I won't bore you with all the all the details. But what was what you know what was really interesting from that period of, um, was really to to have that time away where you know because of the the pain and also the treatment and the the, the painkillers and such meant that I really wasn't in the best best uh, situation, best place 
to be um, focusing on the business and focusing on work. And so it was almost that, that enforced time away um, where you kind of step back and you get a look at the overall picture. Again, the idea of working on the business rather than working in the business. And I wouldn't necessarily say that I, I was in the right frame of mind to be working on the business, but just having that, that space and that time away does allow you to think slight, slightly differently. Um, and certainly, you know, during this, 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 um, this coronavirus pandemic, more people working from home, um, you know, we're, we're constantly connected online. Does it then become more difficult to switch off when we can't necessarily have that escape that, that we previously have? So, you know, are we working longer hours and such um, from home? So all these types of questions, obviously, uh, were, were things that I'd considered, but I really wanted to focus on, well, how do I ensure that I am maximizing the impact that I have and that I am improving or still continuing to improve. And this, again, um, relates directly to the business, but it's also personal as well. And so I really want to share with you slightly slightly broader than you know Instagram um, today and, and sort of the technical ins and outs of Instagram, but it's more focused on overall performance and how can you enhance and increase and improve your performance by asking the right questions so that you can refine what you're doing and just make those minor minor adjustments you know the the analogy of if you're if you're say uh, hitting um, a golf shot you know you're hitting a drive off the tee in golf and uh, you know you, if you hit it say 200 300 yards um, it only takes a minor 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 misalignment for you to go you know ends up 30 40 50 60 yards maybe more in the wrong direction okay when you think about the trajectory that you're on and so just by making those small alignments, those small tweaks, those small adjustments, how can you stay aligned with what you're looking to do and looking to achieve? So let's share this with you now. I want to share with you the nine questions that I ask myself at the end of each day um, that really allow me to, to ensure that I'm looking at peak performance and focusing on the right things towards my goals, aligned with my values, uh, and so that I, I personally feel that I can continually improve and strive to improve as well. Let me share these with you now. Okay, so the first question that I would ask myself at the end of the day um, is directly related to the business. And the first question is, what did I do today that allows me to make money tonight? What did I do today that allows me to make money tonight? Well, why, you know, I guess the first question might be, well, why, why am I asking that? Well, for me personally, within my goals and what things I'm looking to achieve in the future, I really want to be in the position where, you know, we, we talk a lot about this and the idea of doing this on Instagram, building your brand, building a business, creating multiple streams of income. But the idea being that you don't necessarily need to rely on one sole provider, one sole income, be that a job, be that your employment, be that your business, be that property, be that invest, um, to investing or trading. But rather than relying on one source of, of, of income, ensuring that you're looking to create multiple different streams of income. And of course, the advantage online is that when you know when when we are going to bed, or when depending where you are in the world, when you're going to bed, other people across the other side of the world are just waking up. Um, so the business continues, or it has the opportunity to continue with all the technology that we have and scheduling software and automation and such. That we are in the position where the actions that we take during the daytime can allow us to actually generate an income through. The night or you know passively while we're doing potentially other things so that's really a huge goal for me personally um, yours again may be slightly different uh, it may not necessarily align to that but Warren Buffett talks about the idea of you know if, if we're constantly working for money uh, or exchanging our time for money then we're never going to be in the position where we can become financially free 
so if your goal or part of your goals is to become financially free, then asking that question, what did I do today that allows me to make money tonight, is gonna have a real impact and a real shift on what you can focus on or what you're focusing on on a daily basis. And again, you know, just by getting into that habit, asking that every single day, if you, if you ask that at the end of each day for 30 days, and you're still writing nothing, I haven't done anything, then it totally starts to shift. Well, what could I do? What actually could I be doing tomorrow? Thinking about this right now, if, if I wanted to give myself the chance of earning some money uh, tomorrow night, or making money tomorrow night, or building the business, growing my impact, whatever that may be tomorrow night, then what do I actually have to do tomorrow? So it does start to realign your thinking. It prompts that thinking by asking better questions. So that's the first question that I asked myself, what did I do today that allows me to make money tonight? Second question is, how did I contribute to running a lean business today? So again, this the, the idea of the lean business, again, focusing on the, the, the financials within the business. Again, business owners, entrepreneurs, people who are building their personal brand. There's no point in, in X amount of money coming in if we've also got all this money going out at the same time. So what did I do that allows me to, to contribute to running a lean business? business today so this could come in various different areas that doesn't necessarily mean cutting corners it doesn't mean mean cutting on quality it doesn't mean uh, skimping on things or or trying to pull the wool over people's eyes or pull a fast or anything like that at all it could simply be did i make the right choices for example with uh, the type of adverts that i'm running did i spend time today optimizing my ads or optimizing my opt-in page testing tweaking uh, maybe having a split test between between two different ads or two different pages so a really good example of that again for me personally quite recently is i set up a, a recent ad campaign and it was running for three four five days um, and then i let it run a little bit longer but at no point did i kind of intervene or maybe create a second split test first cardinal sin right um but i also um didn't necessarily then go in and tweak and adjust or create a, a, something, one other variation that could be tested against it, which straight away is, you know, with hindsight, and even knowing that myself, you know, the kind of thing that we teach and train, is absolutely crazy. But something as simple as that, one slight tweak, if, the, if it can increase the engagement, if it can increase the click-through rate by 10%, 20%, these are the types of things, these what appear to be quite minor things, but these are the things that can contribute to it being a lean business. Rather than me spending $20 to get a, a new client at say $37, I may be able to reduce that to only spending $15 to getting a new client at $37, as an example, okay? So the, the, the cost per acquisition becomes $5 less, which allows me to invest more into ads and allows me to spend more time elsewhere and, and grow the business and, and create new uh, and useful products. So that again could be a great question that you may want to ask yourself is, how did I contribute to running a lean business today? One other example I would give of that as well is, and I think I may have mentioned this previously on the podcast, but I listened to, I'm a, uh, obviously I'm a big fan, I've said this before, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss and his podcast. And he, he had a podcast probably about two years ago um, with a poker player, a professional poker player called Phil Helmuth uh, is his name. And uh, there was a particular, this, guy, this guy's won you know, the World Series of Poker. He's got all the bracelets. I think that, that's generally what they award for for the winners and he's got you know millions of pounds worth or, or dollars worth even um, of winnings over the, the course of his his career. One of the things that I remember that he said that really stuck out to me was um, 
the people that really win in poker in the longer term, you know, the, those that really succeed in poker in the longer term, it's not those poker players that are nine out of ten good. Okay, because he 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 he'll say that he's not necessarily always the best poker player out there. Um, it's not the players that are nine out of ten good. Um, it's those that are maybe seven out of ten good, or even sometimes six out of ten good. But they know how to manage their finances. They've got systems in place. They've got structures in place so that, uh, particularly with poker, which could be quite an emotional game, particularly at maybe a more amateur level, could be quite an emotional game. That these players, even if they're not particularly as good a players as some others, if they've got the systems in place, if they've got kind of those rules in place, um, principles in place, if you like, um, to kind of regulate themselves and regulate their activity, then it means that in the longer run, they will be more profitable. Uh, and, and again, for me, that's really reassuring because it means that your business, it doesn't have to be all bells, all whistles, all singing, all dancing. You don't have to put in even more hours here or even more hours there or anything like that. Simply by looking after the systems, looking after the structures, tweaking the numbers, testing the numbers, keeping an eye on how can you make this a lean business, this then allows you uh, to, to, to manage those, um, those systems, that, that income, and obviously have better control over the spending as well on a regular basis. So that will be the second question that I ask myself at the end of each day. Third question. Um, what did I do today to increase my reach, visibility, and influence? Now, this is how I would go about doing this is generally pretty straightforward. Um, how, what, or what did I do today to increase my reach, visibility, and influence? So the easiest way, particularly during lockdown, is to be active on social media without any doubt at all. So that could be setting up a new ad or running an ad or um, or continuing to run an ad or tweaking and adjusting maybe an advert from previous uh, a previous campaign or one that I'm already running. It might be doing a live video. Okay, it could be something as simple as I did a live video today and there were 50 people who watched the live video or five or one person that watched the live video. Okay, it really, it really doesn't matter. That is the one thing you've done because it increases your influence. And even if only one person watches it live at the time, it stays, you know, it stays on your feed or it can stay in your story. So it gives you the opportunity for more and more people to see that in the future. Stories as well, a real easy one. Okay, really, really easy one. If you're doing stories, uh, live video, if you're active on social media, this is your opportunity to increase your reach, your visibility. You could do something like go live on Facebook and YouTube. You know, a, a tool like Zoom, for example, Zoom allows you to present on Zoom, but then stream into Facebook and stream into YouTube live. What a great opportunity to expand your reach and expand your potential. It could be connecting with making 50 new contacts on LinkedIn, for example. You know, these you start to get an idea of the, the, the numbers that I track regularly as well. But it could be, for example, connecting with new people on LinkedIn, connecting with new people on Facebook. Um, it could be joining a new Facebook group. It could be joining a new engagement group with Instagram to help you, therefore, get in front of more and more people. And there's more, you know, we talked more about engagement groups um, in, in previous episodes as well. So what did I do today to increase my reach, my visibility, and my influence? That is question number three. Question number four. What did I do today to nurture relationships with my existing clients and customers? So existing clients and customers, this is the first first one that I uh, that I ask what's well, right the fourth one that I ask but the, these are kind of a pair um, in fact let's roll them both in together so four and five 
are, are these. Um, four is what did I do today to nurture relationships with my existing clients and customers? And then five, what did I do today to nurture relationships with new leads and prospects? Okay, now there's a, there is a phrase, and forgive me, I can't remember who it's originally from. I've got a feeling it may be uh, Dan Kennedy, uh, but again, I don't know, so I, um, forgive me for that. Um, and I can't remember the exact phrase, but it does, again, it sticks in my head as being this kind of idea of that just makes so much sense from a business perspective. And the idea being that your actions on a daily basis should be focused on either maintaining the relationships and the happiness and the the actual the business, if you like, from your existing clients, or it's focused on generating new clients, new leads, new prospects, and therefore bringing in new income for your business, okay? It's a business at the end of the day. So if you're focused on business, then it needs to be income generating. It's not a charity, um, it's, a, it's a business, so we're focused on income generation. So those two questions together, the first one, what did I do to nurture relationships with my existing clients, okay? Now that could be sim something simple as, and this is something that I, I personally want to set up uh, I'm bringing on a couple of new uh, team members in the next few next few weeks, um, and and one of them is going to be very very focused on that, you know, maintaining managing relationships with existing clients. And one thing that I, I I would love to do, which is really really simple, is just know when everybody's birthday is. Okay, know when know when my clients' birthdays are, so that on the day I can send them even just a simple message, maybe a quick video, um, maybe some even it could get something through the post. I, I don't know. You know, it's, again, it's just kind of thoughts at the moment. But the idea that you uh, you can imagine that from a client or customer perspective, and again, you can obviously you can use any of the, these ideas for yourself. But the idea that suddenly it's your birthday, and 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 the, the company that you're working with. Uh, the, the the coach that you're working with, the uh, the business, whoever it might be, the product that you've recently purchased from this particular company, whoever it may be, that suddenly they they remember your birthday and they send you this message, um, a, a card or a, a video message or a virtual message, whatever it may be, I just think is really really powerful. I think that adds a lot of value and what a nice experience to be part of as a client as well as a customer. And these you know only very very little things. It might only take a minute of your time, a minute of your day but it could totally transform the relationships that you have with your existing clients. Um, and as I say, you know, um, hold my hand up, it's not something that I'm doing at the moment, but it is something that I love the idea of. Uh, obviously it becomes more challenging as, as your client base grows and, your, and, and such, but having these ideas in mind about you know, what makes that great experience, what makes that unique experience for people that work with me and with my business and with my company, when you're asking those questions, that may be another question that you want to ask, but when you're asking those questions, what is it that you could specifically do? And that's just one thing that I've considered um, in my own business. And then the the, the follow-up, the fifth question, uh, which as I say is, is kind of paired, they're paired together. What did I do today to nurture relationships with new leads and prospects? It could be something simple as, as following up with, uh, if you spoke to somebody on the phone, following up with an email just to say how much you've appreciated the time speaking to them and you look forward to hearing from them soon. Um, it may be a connection that you've been, you've had a bit of back and forth with, say, on Instagram through direct messages, or it may be a new um, conversation that you've just got started through direct messages on Instagram, or perhaps via email. Maybe you've had a video call with somebody um, who's been maybe a, a bit of a warm lead for a while, and you've now got um, secured a phone call with them, or you know, when we get out of the lockdown, maybe a meeting in person. So all these types of things that you could put down but really try to dig out these specific things. The idea being as well, and we'll come back to this with a final question that, that I, I asked myself at the end of the day, but 
The idea being that it it focuses your mind on the positives. Firstly, what did I actually do that really helps me do X? Okay, so it's a, it's it's intended to be a positively positioned question. That's the first thing. Um, but secondly, it's also there to highlight. Well, actually, if I'm consistently not doing these things or I can't answer that question particularly well, I just need to tweak and adjust even slightly the things that I'm doing on a daily basis so that I can say yes to this and I can give concrete examples of what I've done on a daily basis to answer each of these questions. Okay, so there are four and five. I'm going to put those two together. What did I do today to nurture relationships with my existing clients and customers? And then five, what did I do today to nurture relationships with new leads and prospects? Question number six. I think we're up to six now. Uh, what did I learn today and add value Oh, oh, sorry. What did I learn today to add value to myself and others? What did I learn today to add value to myself and others? Or that allows me to add value to myself and others. Um, so there's two elements to this, first of all. What did I learn today, first of all? The idea that you might pick something up, you might learn something new, you might uh, sort of um, come across something, maybe it's a quote, and this, you know, I might use quotes in there. Uh, it might be a training that you've done. It might be a conversation that you've had. Uh, something, what did I learn today um, is the first element. So it could be any of those things. I also take this back to um, a time uh, when I was teaching and uh, for a couple of years, I was fortunate to have the role of, um, it's, been, it's been long enough that I can't remember the name of the role, but it was it was ultimately, it was, it was almost kind of um, teacher training, if you like. So it was, um, it was looking at or, or overseeing the development of teachers within the school. So that was kind of my role, um, which is a fantastic role to have because it means that I get to go in or had the opportunity at the time, obviously not anymore, but it meant that I got to go in and watch all the teachers from all different subjects, all different lessons, all different levels of experience, all different age ranges, all different, you know, all these types of things. That was my role to go in and observe other teachers teach and then give them suggestions, ideas, and feedback as to what maybe they could improve, areas for um, uh, continued professional development, um, and then looking at pairing up maybe teachers together for support groups and things, uh, which is a very, very privileged role. Uh, obviously, it's a, it's a, it's, um, it's a, um, how can I put it? It's got a lot of responsibility that goes with it, uh, but it's a very privileged role in that it allows you to go and see all these incredible teachers teaching. Um, and I used to have a phrase, which is, what could I steal today? Not as in pencils and pens and uh, stationery from the teacher's classroom, uh, but more, what things? What could I steal from this teacher? What ideas could I steal from this teacher that are just amazing, like really, really good, that would really help my practice? So the idea of being able to go into 15, 20, 25 different classrooms um, and watch 25 different teachers all teaching their own different styles, different subjects, different topics, different age groups, uh, and to be able to take these little tidbits and ideas and suggestions and, and inspiration from all of them was really powerful, you know, and it, it really impacted my my teaching uh, in the classroom, which was which I was extremely grateful for. Um, so that's kind of the, the other question, you know, what can I steal today? Could be the, the way that you, you re-ask that. I asked, what did I learn today? What could I steal today that I've learned? But then the next part of the question is to add value to myself and others. So the idea being that, um, and again, I come back to, to, to something that I saw recently with with, with uh, Di Martini, and I've heard this before as well uh, from a number of different different people, is as soon as you learn something, you want to get to the position where you can implement that or teach it to somebody else. 
because that's what cements it in your mind. Okay, so rather than just picking up that information and getting it and going and getting it and taking it in, uh, and then it kind of disappears, it's like in one ear, out the other, is absorbing this information and then how can I implement that or how can I use that or how can I teach that right now so that it sticks with me but that I'm also imparting that, that knowledge and that inspiration elsewhere. Um, so that's kind of the, that's where I want to further that question that little bit a bit further. So what did I learn today that allows me to add value to others or to myself and to others? So for example, I'll give you a very, very uh, recent one. As I, as I mentioned in the last couple of weeks, I've been reviewing uh, my own sort of uh, the, the overall structure of the business, my, my daily practices, my habits, routines and things. Um, and I've recently uh, listened to Rethink Time Management by um, Paul O'Mahony, uh, who's, who's my, my mentor. Um, and again, I've, I've, I've been working with Paul for four years now and I've, a lot of the things that he talks about in the, the Rethink Time Management book, I know, okay? Now this is that phrase from T. Havoc, I know that. Um, and I would probably say potentially 80% of those things, I could gladly say as well, I do that. So it's not just I know that, but I do that. But there's still that 20% of things that I've not been doing or not been implementing and I know that I need to do. So the idea being, and this is something that, again, thanks to this question, is what did I learn today from that book? Okay, and there's a specific thing. Well, what did I learn? Well, I actually learned X or I learned Y or I learned Z. What can I do right now that means that I'm going to implement that? So having done that, that has driven me then to go and implement those things for myself. So again, uh, really, this is a great question to be looking at. What did I learn today? And this could be in any area, business, personal, financial, health, spiritual, etc., that allows me to add value to myself and others. That is question number six. Seven. Okay. Seven, eight, and that. Yes, I've counted these correctly. Okay, that's good. Um, right, question seven and question eight, I'm going to put together as well. Uh, this again is very, very kind of John D. Martini, uh, Dr. John D. Martini. If you've been through the breakthrough experience, or if you've seen the breakthrough experience, or heard about his signature program, the breakthrough experience, or if if you've read or listened to his book, The Values Factor, then you will have a, a, a relatively good idea about the the D. Martini method and the, the kind of the process that he takes you through through that event. If not. Uh, let me give you a, a very, very quick summary. Um, I mean, a, I mean, a really quick summary um, because it's 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 a two day two day event. But the idea being that that again, without getting into too much detail, that that um, it's very, very often uh, that that we may have events in our lives that we perceive, or that you know, pretty much every event, I guess, that we can perceive as being overly positive or perhaps overly negative. Okay, uh, getting a promotion at work, uh, getting a new car. Getting married, um, new you know family members, for example, or relative, or what we would see as being positive experiences. Okay, um, maybe a death in the family, maybe losing a job, maybe losing a client. Um, you know, uh, health challenges as well naturally will be seen as negative. Um, so, uh, or, or, or would be seen, or would be perceived as negative, could be perceived as negative. And the idea being that that in the breakthrough experience, Dr. Di Martini talks through. How can you see the balance in in all events, every single event, you know, which where which we may perceive as positive, which we may perceive as negative? How can we see the balance, okay, between that, so that there is an equal number of positives and an equal number of negatives, and that allows us to almost work through that process 
And if, if you like, love that, that event, love that thing that has happened, positive or perceived as positive or negative, so that we can accept it and we can move on. Okay, now again, that is very, very high level uh, explanation and, and I've not really done it justice in that sense. But let me let me walk you through the questions that I ask and how this kind of ties in. So the, the question number seven that I ask is, what happened today that I perceive as being negative? Okay, now I could probably add one in here as well that what did I uh, do that I perceive as being really positive, but this is again, just something that I'm trialing right now. So what did I do today? Well, what happened today that I perceive as being negative? So it might be, for example, um, uh, maybe maybe um, I, I spoke to a client or a, a potential lead and they didn't join the program. Okay, it might be that I, um, I mean, literally, uh, what, uh, negative. Now I'm really, I'm really thinking, what could it be? Um, yeah, let's let's go with that one. So it could be, for example, that you've. Oh, I tell you what, let's let's. It, it could be that you've done a live video, um, and uh, you had three or four negative comments on your live video. And to be honest, it's probably not going to be three or four. Is it? It's going to be one person. It's always you, you'll get four, five, six really positive comments. Hey, how are you? Great to see you. This is really useful. Thanks so much. And then there's always one person that comes in with a negative comment. Right? It's never three or four. It's always it's always one. So. Let's say, for example, I might put that down. What happened today that I perceived being negative? I got negative feedback on uh, a live video. Somebody said that what I was talking about was really boring, okay, as an example, right? Now, the next question that I ask is, what are the five to 10 positives of this happening to me? And how can I be grateful that this happened? Okay, so that's um, two questions in one, really. That's question number eight. What are the five to 10 positives of this happening to me? And how can I be grateful that this happened? Okay, now this just totally flips it on its head. It totally flips it on its head because it could be the kind of thing that you carry through the day, all day, is oh, I got that negative feedback, I don't wanna do this, I don't wanna post on my stories, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm not confident about this, maybe my idea isn't right, I'm, I'm not doing the right thing, I'm not gonna post, I'm just gonna go back to my comfortable routines, my comfortable habits, and I'm gonna stick with what I know and what I think is safe, so I'm not drawing any criticism. Um, you know, and this is naturally the, the, the type of um, thought process and thought cycle that people go through, myself included at times. So the idea of this, this question and then follow-up question is to try and nip those things in, in, in the bud or nip them early or at least at the end of the day after a bit of time of reflection. Ideally, you would do this sooner, but um, to, to, to try and catch that and just catch it and see it for what it is, which is, well, what are the positives of that? Okay, what are the positives of that? So let's have a, let's have a think about them right now. So it could be, for example, um, what are the positives of, of that negative comment? Well, the positives are that that maybe that my content isn't for everybody. It could be that um, I need to be very very clear on speaking directly to my avatar, my ideal client, my ideal customer, and um, that I'm you know I'm not always going to be able to target those people. There's going to be other people on social media, but I need to focus on the people that I know I can help. The third thing, it allows me to uh, focus on things outside of me. It fo allows me to focus on the, the end user, the, the, the person I'm trying to speak to, the, the person that I want to help, as opposed to focusing on myself and making it all about me. That might be the next thing. Uh, another positive might be, uh, it's it's great reminder that uh, throughout life there are always gonna be challenges. And I need to be aware that as I raise my impact, my influence, as I speak to more people and are seen by more people, that naturally it will bring along more critics. Okay, that's another thing to be aware of. So again, it's it's the idea of it's we're pulling apart. Well, what is a positive? What does that teach me? What can I learn from that? What can I? Where can? How can I? How can I grow from that? 
Um, it, again, you could, it could a positive could be of that that particular negative could be it allows me to recognise that I've focused on the on the the negative here, but actually it forces me to go back and focus on, well, look at all those other positive comments. So it allows me to see that, yes, there's going to be balance, there's going to be positive, there's going to be negative, but I need to accept and understand that both are going to come in. Okay. So how, and then the question, how can I uh, be grateful that this happened? Well, the idea that once you're finding the positives, what is the positive of that? Why is that such a positive thing? How could that be perceived as positive? What does that allow? You know, what are the upsides to that, if you like? Um, and how can I be grateful that this happened? It's through the teaching, it's through the education, it's through that, if you like, breakthrough moment that Di Martini talks about. Again, this is on a very, very small scale, uh, micro level compared with, with, with his, his, his training, but just on a very small, small, small level, how can I just bring a fresh approach, a fresh pair of eyes, a fresh um, impression, a fresh view to that event that happened? How can I, you know, kind of look at that in, in, in different eyes um, so that it's not something that weighs me down, it holds me back and it stops me from progressing and moving forward with my goals, my um, my bigger picture, my mission. So that's the, the, the questions. Let me put those two together again. Seven and eight. Seven, what happened today that I perceive as being negative? And then eight, what are the five to ten positives, five to ten positives of this happening to me? And how can I be grateful that this happened? Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. We'll move on to the final question. Okay, so the final question then is a bit of a cop-out really, uh, but it is, it is uh, I think it's vital just to, to ensure that you wrap all this up and that you are, again, continually learning and growing and moving forward, is what can I do better tomorrow to answer the questions even, or the questions above, even more positively? Okay, so you're not getting into that cycle of, oh, I didn't answer that question again. Oh, I didn't do anything today to impact my, my um, or to, to, to ex expand my impact. Oh, I didn't do anything today to, um, to, to build and nurture relationships with my existing clients and customers. Oh, I didn't do anything today that allows me to make money tonight. And rather than just passing it over, that final question is, is it's designed to just stay, well, hang on a minute, don't let that happen again. Okay, or let's not that happen again. Let, let's let's not let that happen again. How can we improve from that? Um, so, what can I do better tomorrow to answer these questions even more positively? So, for example, it could be um, let's let's say uh, increase. Yeah, what did I do today to increase my reach, visibility, influence? If I could say I, I really don't think I did anything today. I just sat at home. Uh, I was on my laptop. I was working on other things, and there's very very little that I did. I didn't even pick up the phone. Um, so that could be the next thing. Well, tomorrow what I could do is I could I could be on my uh, active on my social media account on my Instagram. I could put up some live stories um, which are useful and valuable to my audience, and I might even do a live video or a Q and A. Okay, so that again now it's seeding. Okay, so tomorrow I can do that, and then obviously when you're reflecting at the end of the next day, you can put that down and you could put that down as a learning point. Okay, or as, as an answer to one of those questions. And naturally, as you get into the habit, you, you'll learn things, things worked, things didn't work, we improve, we continue to grow, and we move on. Okay, so that is the final question. What can I do better tomorrow to answer the questions even more positively? All right, so there you go. That is it. Those are the nine questions that I ask myself at the end of each day. Uh, really just as an evaluation of how the day's gone and the, the, the drive being 
looking as much as I can to ask better questions. If I can ask better questions of myself, then it's the questions that prompts a response. If I just, if it's just a statement, did I do this or, um, or like a tick box exercise, live video, tick, stories, tick, direct messages, tick, then it's, 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 it's not really requiring any thought. It's not really requiring any kind of, um, like in tennis, not, you're not required to kind of return the ball, if you like, it's kind of one way. So the idea of it being a question is it gets you to think about it, all right? Well, what if I did know the answer to this? What if I was able to do this? What if I could do this? So the idea being each of these questions is intended to prompt that thought about, right, okay, getting that response, getting that answer right, um, and getting the actions that you do through the day more aligned or more closely aligned with what you're looking to achieve in the future. Okay. Now, again, you can take these, you can tweak them, you can adjust them. If you've got any questions about these, please do let me know. Uh, if you'd like to get a copy of the, the current sort of uh, daily log that I use right now, just send me a direct message on uh, Instagram or send an email, jake at jakeadamdavy.com, uh, and I'll be more than happy to share that with you. I think I've talked about this in an episode. And if you want more about this, by the way, in goal setting and such, go back to episode number nine. Uh, which is how to um, get absolutely clear on exactly what you want and how to get it. Uh, so that also has some really useful um, tools in for you as well. But yeah, if you'd like to get sort of the latest version of the log that I'm using, the daily log, the daily version that I'm using, um, which I, I fill in on my iPad at the end of each day, then just send me a message on Instagram, send me an email, and I'll be more than happy to share that with you. Thank you so much. I do trust that this has been useful. And even if it's just one question that you can take from this and incorporate into your daily routine or end of day routine, then I do trust that that has been useful. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.